welcome to the life of a global desi the podcast that connects like-minded desis all over the globe by conforming to stereotypes and breaking them join us both on a journey as we uncover what it means to be a global desi keep listening on to our episode now Cool. So, what are we talking about today? What's our episode about? <laughs> so, I believe this is an episode that's more like your forte. So, the episode <laughs> is called Bollywood and India: The Eternal Love Saga. And the reason why I say it's your forte is because I do not claim to be like a Bollywood like expert by any means. And I think the little bit of Bollywood. just trivia and movies and all the bollywood gossip that i'm getting into is thanks to you cuz you're the one who got me into all that so um yeah but you are definitely the queen of bollywood in our house so i okay. will let you so, take this on <laughs> okay so full disclaimer guys arti is right i do really enjoy bollywood i do not understand how it is like why though because <laughs> it's like my one guilty pleasure um i feel like personality wise i'm i'm you know like generally nerdy like intellectual i would like to think intellectually <laughs> curious is, yeah. you know it's um, it's like i cannot put the two sensibilities together. yeah exactly like my <laughs> taste and sensibilities are absolutely opposite what you would think of conventional bollywood or um you know gossip or whatever but for some reason this is my guilty pleasure so i love bollywood she's very uh, very guilty think... of it by the way <laughs> okay so let me let me preface it by saying it's not just bollywood right i think i love cinema it's broader okay. than that and over the past uh, few years i've realized that i've really gravitated more towards learning about like cinema like what what it represents in society and and of course bollywood in india is a big part of it um but Yeah, I do enjoy like understanding how directors, writers, cre- you know, cinematic genius really plays out and how why movies make us make us feel the way we feel, right? Like we all know mm-hmm. the feeling of when we watch a movie and then it makes you think and it it really conveys so much more than just entertainment for me. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's why I'm interested in cinema in general. So, let's not call me a Bollywood freak, but <laughs> a cinema fanatic. I will also say that I have taken a more keen interest okay. in Bollywood or the Hindi film industry since I've moved out of India. Um funnily enough when um you're thrown out of your comfort zone and you're in um a more alien environment, you seek cultural familiarity mm. and I think that's part of what's happening there because um I remember when we were in India, <laughs> it was all about oh I'm going to watch hollywood movies because that's the cool thing to mm-hmm. do or consume american pop culture but when you uh move out of india you are uh, trying to find mm-hmm. um comfort in things back home or trying to understand <laughs> and learn more about where you come from and this goes back to what we discussed in our first episode around the idea of identity right who do you identify as what are you, what are your cultural identities mm. and and so i guess that's one of the reasons i've uh, over the past few years also gravitated to understand more about um creatives uh, in india and and how that how they shape a society mm-hmm. recently i guess earlier in the earlier in time you were still pretty crazy about like just coffee with karan and like bollywood gossip in general also but i think now it's evolved to like 
uh, be a little more okay. consumption of bollywood <laughs> okay no one's going to believe that but so, fine yeah. if that's how you want to look at it what what do you mean of course people yeah and also that. i think like what you're saying okay. is kind of true and and i don't think that's true for like just me because i feel like as a society we are extremely celebrity struck and again i'm i'm not generalizing it i do feel mm-hmm. like a majority of people in today's society are super celebrity struck right i mean there's a reason everyone knows kim kardashian versus the nobel prize winner for mm-hmm. physics i think that's because as a society we look up to fame and money and aspiration it's 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 a big aspiration right and again it's for a majority of the society that's why you see the kind of crazy fan following mm-hmm. in india for movie stars and celebrity versus people who are i would say contributing more responsibly to society like scientists or you know um i guess i mean also i feel like these days even celebrities from mainstream media are also trying their best to contribute responsibly to society they're speaking up for causes they do have that influence and they have the voice to 100% to and so, as they should right you should use your i mean yeah. you would hope that they would use their fame and influence yeah. in an ideal um, world to doing something positive in society all right so having said all of that um uh, we're jumping into the i guess we've already <laughs> yeah. jumped into the episode but As always, I've done some research on just how films have developed and you know what are like obviously motion pictures and where did this whole term Bollywood come from? Um it sounds very similar to Hollywood and that's absolutely right uh, because it was adopted by the film industry in Bombay and so when you mix Bombay and Hollywood you get bollywood. Uh, the first motion picture was ever invented in like the 1888 in France and then obviously Hollywood uh this region in Los Angeles the Hollywood Hills is where some of the first like big five movie studios started making motion pictures. You know, you have Walt Disney. What are the big five? Yeah, Walt mo- Disney, Paramount, okay. uh Columbia, yeah, Columbia Pictures, Universal Studios and Warner Brothers, right? You any Hollywood movie mm-hmm. we've ever seen you've seen these uh for the most part shots yeah. i mean right before the movie starts so so i guess like hollywood was already a pretty well established film industry and then in the 1913 i believe dada saab phalke made the first silent movie mm-hmm. in india it was the first feature film mm. made in india it was the mm. movie raja harish chandra it's like pre-independence absolutely even. it was pre-independence yeah. Yeah. think about the massive population of indians and think about what that did to the imagination of indians right like the capture capturing like the imagination of indians pre-independence and mm-hmm. by 1930s the industry was like producing over over 200 films per year and that's insane right when you think about the num- what goes into making a movie that's almost like one movie yep. every crazy. couple of days right um 200, 200 movies, movies yeah. that's insane yeah and now we have like tollywood and kollywood which is basically like regional cinema i'm not familiar with regional cinema from other parts of india but you know being south indian so tamil and telugu movies are often like clubbed together and called like tollywood and kollywood i believe is for kannada mm-hmm. movies and then you also have like malayalam is that movies, called mollywood which have like i think <laughs> i don't think i've heard that term though but i 
I didn't do as much research as you did around this, so I can't give you dates. But yeah, I guess Malu was the thing. I think the Bengal. I guess I'll have to ask my Malu friends. Yeah. To, like, so West Bengal also has yeah. a very prolific film industry. I don't um, think it's called anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Satyajit Ray, Bimal Roy. It has like such a some Jit of the most movies, intellectual yeah, people from that era. So I think Bengali film is also really prolific, and absolutely. I can't say I've seen. too much of it but you have a lot of i've seen i've seen awesome. a few yeah good good, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i definitely need <laughs> yeah. to expand my horizons which i have to malu move like malayalam movies which by the way are some of Ooh, the coolest movies that i've beautiful. seen lately um and again i agree so much to explore there some oh and tamil movies tamil yeah. movies are really yeah really yeah know, they're well done. well done um anyway so that's yeah. a little bit of history of about bollywood uh and we'll be primarily talking about bollywood unfortunately but in i guess uh in the future we'll definitely explore malayalam and tamil movies which which i really want to because they're they're super cool i think like just going back to what i said earlier about um movies capturing the imagination of a whole generation of people or or people and society right there's this really mm-hmm. interesting quote that i often think about by you know fyodor dostoevsky who's obviously the russian novelist who made who wrote crime and punishment which i've tried to read like a multiple mm-hmm. times and, and never been able to <laughs> it's like yeah, one of those oh you must read these 100 books to read before you die and and then you start reading it and then oh, you realize that i'm going to die <laughs> while reading this book this is not entertaining or interesting <laughs> at all but i guess i mean it you should give me points for trying so anyway so he said at first art imitates life then life will imitate art then life will find its very existence from art right so when you think about movies and films we see that mm-hmm. films are a mirror of society and at some point when people start talking about films influencing society and then a society finding its voice and refuge in films right so it's a very i think it's a very like nebulous very in like there, there's no, it's not cut and dry it's not that films influence society and that's it or vice versa mm-hmm. it's a little bit of everything right so this quote i thought really captured it because there are other other yes. schools of thought here around art imitates life but that's not entirely true there's so much going on there's so much of like osmosis mm-hmm. between these two right absolutely i feel like when it comes to bollywood though like for the longest time people use bollywood more as a refuge or like an escape from reality so in my mind like we would watch bollywood movies as oh everything's like larger than life all the dance and all the music and um you know cuz how often do we actually break into song and dance in your <laughs> life right and then very often after, i do that all the time just kidding guys i'm not yeah. ever breaking into song and dance yeah but uh yeah so like for the most part it's like escape from reality but i think in recent times cinema is being more influenced by real life events and you see more like you see more movies coming up like how uh you know your ayushman Khur- khurana movies which are like the small town boy 
movies which are becoming all the rage because they are like a piece of reality right and they are showcasing reality or uh, just just the idea of having biopics of people uh, where you know you're trying to make it as real as possible it's a biopic and you're capturing a piece of reality but also talking about pertinent social issues right uh, article 15 again excellent movie or chapak which talks about like you know acid attacks and so all these movies i feel like are uh, doing just that that's influencing art or rather art finding its inspiration from reality but then again there are also other movies i believe like um say um what's that okay kabir singh i'm thinking about kabir singh which has been in media for uh, you know been actually talked about a lot in media lately and has gotten a bad rep for you know the very controversial things mm-hmm. that it shows but also how it's a reflection of this other side of society i won't say like negative or positive side of society but this whole other side of society which is uh, you know either it is actually being captured or it's capturing that mm-hmm. from the society or it's also yeah, feeding that it's also telling yeah. like the masses that it's okay to do that and uh, perpetuating these ideas which are you know now seen as reg- regressive yeah. in no, a lot 100, of ways no 100% 100% like, right i mean what you said there about just the variety of film that we see nowadays and and it's taken a while for bollywood or the indian cinema indian film industry to get here right there's been a crazy evolution if you think about from the early 2000 early 1900s right so you brought up article 15 uh the director of that movie anubhav sinha who's um, you know obviously i'm I mean, a great director because i love that movie he made a very interesting observation where um i was just listening to his interview where he said that you know this whole idea about societies imitating film or film imitating societies like th- Indian film has has had this evolution right so when you think about movies in the 30s or 40s it was more like more a reflection of like the post independence search for identity as a nation right so filmmakers like satyajit ray bimal roy they focus mostly on like survival daily miseries of lower class you know themes like prostitution dowry malpractices in our society mm-hmm. so the movies of that time reflected that time when you think about 60s people talk about it as you know one of the most like golden age of cinema and people often quote uh like movies of gurudat or raj kapoor and how that we kind of like came into coming of age of a nation because it was like a decade after independence so it almost sounds like india found its footing and in, in just like being comfortable with who it who we were and then you come to like the 70s mm-hmm. where things like again kind of like stuff hit the ceiling because things were not good like indian economy wasn't doing well there was there was a lot of unrest in in i mean we had the wars you know the war war with pakistan war with china and so people just wanted to get away from all that misery right so like in those times it was more around people didn't want to look at any poverty there was no there were no beggars in movies there was you know everything was just about looking good or or being rich so you saw a lot of movies of like i think rajesh khanna and dharmendra and hema malini and all these people and it was more about like what you said in terms of an escape from reality right and then mm-hmm. the 90s where you and i grew up that was the height of liberalization <laughs> right the boom of it so yeah. you so we saw tons of movies yeah. around um just this like the american dream or the dream of like 
going like moving out beyond just india right and so you saw very aspirational mm-hmm. movies around um set in absolutely set in europe zurich and yeah. switzerland every yeah. song sequence kind of just took you to a completely alien foreign location and the and the whole school of karan johar movies right where he every movie of his was yep. set abroad like you had no idea this was definitely not india right it was like new york yep there is no gurukul in india for right? sure right like it's somewhere <laughs> in europe and all his movies from like kuch kuch hota hai to mohabbate to like and and tons of like this whole slew of movies that he he made were about like pulling indians out of india and really about hey look at this yep uber cool rich uh, you know the yeah. indian diaspora across the world and so things were super aspirational yeah in some ways like escapism, escapism right yeah. escaping, escaping reality in india that's what really and that was like i would say most mm. of 90s and most of early 2000s right like pretty much all of yeah. all of that were movies around hey these are like the top brands you should be wearing these are the kind of houses you should be living in these are the kind of places you should be holidaying at and so that that's what the movies reflected because indians during that time were really venturing out and were really aspirational about what they wanted mm-hmm. out of life and i think mm-hmm. there was also like uh, upward mobility like in the society just economically and also socially and that's what we were doing was just like globalizing mm-hmm. as a society and that was showing in the movies 100% again, like globalization really was evident in our movies and then i think it was really around mm-hmm. the time of uh, swadesh when i think this whole idea mm-hmm. about like searching for identity because like we had had this whole decade of indians kind of moving out and and feeling like oh i'm i'm like on top of the world and and really living my best life and living this individual life where the question came back in the society around well who am i like what what are my contributions to society and and so i think that pretty much started the whole you know idea about self actualization and and you're you're pretty much like going up the maslow's needs needs of hierarchy hierarchy yeah, right and there are like so many of those i think even dilchata in some way coming like of did age. that in terms yeah. of capturing yeah. yeah coming of age capturing like uh you know a piece of reality yeah. instead of you know escaping from the reality and uh, yeah so you have this sudesh then you also have like zindagi na milegi dobara again like self actualization which yeah. kind of just trying idea. to understand like who yeah. where do you fit in into this world as a person like what are your ideologies like just just finding mm-hmm. this whole idea of like oh finding myself following my passion so you saw like all these movies where people didn't really really have like real occupations i guess but it was more around or they all had like <laughs> occupations but no one spoke more of anything about like oh your career or your work it's just who am i as a person and and now when you think about all the movies you mentioned ayushman khurana's movies and and this whole idea about just going back to your roots right like as an indian all movies nowadays are like pretty much a lot of mo- movies that are doing well are set in the hinterland right the villages of india the yeah. the identity of the common man like who is that common man like who's mm-hmm. that person who's um in a village or or in a in a two-tier town you know all of that so mm-hmm. so you see that whole movies and that's what is the current scenario i guess that's where back to like finding identity in the movies part of what we grew up on like you and I in the 90s and 2000s was this whole unfortunate uh, I wouldn't say unfortunate but it was growing up you kind of only have a limited world view right and we grew up yeah and it's shaped by our influences 100% right it's shaped by the movies that we saw the people around us and so the movies that we grew up on were pretty much 
I guess Karan Johar School of Films so kuch kuch hota <laughs> yeah. hai and dil to pagal hai Ketri ji and like back then those were our favorite movies <laughs> like the DDLJ Jesus like I was in love with Shah Rukh Khan um still am in a lot of ways but uh like I was in love with Shah Rukh Khan all through my childhood he was like who wasn't? my absolute favorite yeah I guess who wasn't uh, there were a few people who weren't you were either in the Amir Khan you were either team Amir Khan or you yeah but like Shah team Shah Rukh Khan was definitely like more um <laughs> you know because people in Shah Rukh Khan's camp like didn't really think for themselves i guess like amir khan was always more intellectual all right that's very interesting <laughs> cuz i did find that change come about myself as well in my like teens and late teens and like mm-hmm. early 20s i was like yeah amir khan's definitely making more thought provoking movies and more like movies that appeal to me or like appeal to the person i am versus like big budget commercial movies right that shah rukh khan like apart from one of swadesh and i've seen so many shah rukh khan interviews also chuck where he day. just hates being asked this question when are you going to do a swadesh or when are you going to do a chuck day next and he's like no like i need to make money budget commercial movies work for me <laughs> i exactly. need to make my money and i love that he's so unapologetic about yeah. it like i'm not questioning shah rukh khan's like intelligence by any means he's one of the smartest and wittiest person uh, you know i've seen on interviews one of the smartest and the wittiest celebs i've seen like on mm-hmm. his interviews and stuff but sharukh khan uh, uh, amir khan on the other hand actually uses his intellect in you know experimenting sure. a lot okay but more now we're digressing to like personalities so it. so coming back to like sharukh khan movies <laughs> right the kind of choices he made in the 90s <laughs> and the 2000s yes. around um okay i'm going to be this rich dude who's always like this really wealthy person called rahul or raj or some other variation <laughs> of of that <laughs> and no one knew what work he did to have all that money like no one had a clue he was often born into a really rich family yeah, like a you business could tell man. clearly that. a businessman he is not doing like strategy who's like or or had yeah. like last names like omaroy or <laughs> so yeah and, and like one of the things i noticed was like a lot of movies in, in those days were a lot about like north indians and punjabis right because think about it these are the people who were the biggest producers right the yash chopras the the karan johar people like they were like because they are the producers yeah. but also bollywood is pretty much like run by the you know north indians alone yeah and more, like a few film I families right the kapoors or like they control yeah. all the power and and so that's what the movies reflected you know pretty much that's what mm-hmm. you got to see Yeah but I guess like for me something when I look back at movies from that era something that is starting to you know some things that I've started to notice now as an adult growing up in like this day and age is just how cringe worthy <laughs> some of the stuff that was shown in the movies were and we just consumed it with absolutely no or judgment or, or absolutely discernment no thought, judgment yeah. critical thinking no nothing like i think all these ideas are rather new and oh one of my favorite youtube channels uh it's called tried and refused productions oh, yeah, guys that. it's uh, it very out. funny it's by this guy called jammy pants for i believe i'm not on instagram but that's his instagram title yeah. but he does such a good job of like bringing this to light and i'm like shoot you are so right how did i never notice you know the fact that misogyny then did not yeah, yeah so misogyny did not uh, you know have any concept of consent being showcased or portrayed in the movies at all and i think consent is still a Novel rather new concept. Like, topic that we're talking about even in our soci- society right now but 
dude those movies like grossly violate <laughs> the whole idea of consent there's like kissing without consent touching without consent spanking asses i recently saw this uh, uh movie judwa the old judwa with like uh, salman uh, khan salman khan and and the new one was redone redone by one terrible and they're just like spanking asses and showing it as a normal or oh, ocd thing to do and oh it's okay it's justified cuz he doesn't have control over it i'm like yeah what? see and no, again, like, like what he said about normalizing is the key there right like the problem like the problem is normalizing such problematic behavior like that's the real issue calling it out mm-hmm. point blank no one that did that like and and the fact that you can get away with such bad behavior like that was what i guess no one did that because no one thought it was wrong like 10 20 years ago people didn't think it was wrong yeah um and that's the issue yeah i don't i don't entirely agree with that because you know it's wrong right i mean see part of it is that movies that were made with with that with the, you know with which showed misogyny which showed um violence against women the fact that they were all mirroring patriarchy right because in society it was mm-hmm. basically the guys and, and and men who controlled and called the shots made, you know had the power and when you think about movies people who are making them if you're making it from a male gaze and a male perspective like people who are making the decisions at the top right writers directors cameramen technicians how do you expect mm-hmm. the point of view of a woman at all right i mean who is even asking heroines in that in that scene where the male star is kind of like being problematic that's true what she or he, what she feels because no one's asking them that it's all made from the yeah. male gaze yes and i guess there were very few movies even then like which were way ahead of its time and like which were actually uh, a lot of these theater actors who went into mainstream theater like your nazruddin shah shabana mm-hmm. azmi nandita das like their movies actually were very ahead, way ahead of the time got a lot of backlash for the kind of movies that they made but also very progressive and actually captured yeah. all these ideas they were pushing the envelope such in as those homosexuality days. they were definitely and like such groundbreaking work but like till date like but but the issue is like we were what just teenagers when yeah. we were watching the kind of super impressionable perfect time to watch movies like yes, this yes so <laughs> impressionable and we were being told that oh it's okay yeah. to be stalked cuz stalking is like your rite of passage to achieve love right and you need to be pursued by this guy before you say yes or like the idea that oh women are actually victims and you need to wait and wait for <laughs> a guy you know knight in shining armor to come and save you and Uh, you know, it's yeah. not just Bollywood. Some of my favorite Hollywood movies are that. Pretty women, too. like Pretty yes. Women. I swear, like, and it's kind of heartbreaking now in retrospect. You know, with this whole wave of feminism that's come about in society, where we're becoming more and more aware. To look back at these movies that we used to like think of so fondly, and now like feel like, oh shoot, I see something wrong with it now. Or even DDLJ. It's too. Like, like a bubble Shahrukh burst. Shahrukh Khan's behavior multiple times were like. you know very and problematic very creepy, <laughs> stocky, <laughs> like cringe worthy right like the way yeah. he would um like for instance like okay let's talk about what was what, you're talking about dilta pagal right 
I was talking about uh, Dilwale Dulhaniya. Oh yeah, for sure. So this chick, she's literally sitting in the train, reading her own book, minding her own business. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the hell? She's like butting in in her business Absolutely. all the time, holding, waving her bra in front Who of does her that? for no reason whatsoever. And, and that was like charming this whole behavior. Idea that, that was supposed to be like, oh, this is how I'm wo- wooing my woman and charming behavior. Yes. And then the idea that she goes back to her homeland and then she's waiting for him and like she's crying and she's like, you know, playing the victim. But also, I guess it's not just her playing the victim. Actually, societally, like women did not have that kind of agency and freedom. For sure. And that is what I think was being portrayed also, right? Like they couldn't have the kind of open and honest conversations that we are having with our parents now. And even that is limited and restricted. Mm -hmm by so much right it's still not all the way but it's becoming a little more like okay to like talk to your parents about your mm-hmm. feelings and just you know uh, it's less about asking elders for permission but like having a little more autonomy over your own life as soon as you become an adult yeah. 18 and over right and just this whole idea of love was also so distorted for us by just cinema and the kind of love that was portrayed on um, you know television where women were being or even in cinema in the big screen like women were being slapped mm-hmm. all the time that Just kind of you know tells behavior. you that oh domestic abuse is norm- normal yeah. like it's not like now <laughs> we're having more open conversations about it's absolutely it. not yeah. and like so yeah and not at okay home, guys at home your parents yeah not okay at home your parents are also like indian parents are not the most pda kind of parents for sure i i don't know how many of us have ever seen you know your parents being affectionate towards each other it's yeah. a very non-indian thing i think we've probably seen that you know when we tease our parents a little bit and you know nudge them to maybe hug be a whole hands or hug yeah it's like just hug give her a hug or give her a kiss <laughs> even on anniversaries we're like yeah. dad you gotta kiss her and you know we gotta like cheer them on and they'll do this awkward side kiss yeah, or something yeah we did that with our grandparents too that's <laughs> so cute kiss. though yeah that was they're so cute yeah but i'm saying you know just no, but wait why our whole idea oh, okay, of intimacy yeah, comes mm-hmm. more from cinema and not from real Absolutely. life examples is also yeah, what i was trying to get true. at so yeah no and also like this whole thing what you mentioned about this whole behavior of stalking and how that was normalized in terms of oh it's just an expression of love and you know this is what guys do to woo women and this is what this is what it like if a guy is being mean to you and hitting you and and that's it means they like you i'm like what the hell is wrong with like people and and you know you also like mentioned stalking and this whole like mentally unstable behavior right i mean that was pretty much yeah i mean that's what shahrukh khan did in dar right i mean that was like super creepy oh, yeah. or even like dhanush and ranjana oh, yeah. where he's like you know oh you're not going to accept my love I'm i don't think i've seen that movie in its entirety i think i've seen bits and pieces of it because it's i couldn't like a remake of one of one of the regional movies like so again like regional cinema takes this to like just another level like every telugu <laughs> movie i see even some of my favorites I okay which is pokeri movies thank yeah, god yeah I, i guess she hasn't seen as many telugu movies as i have like pokeri which is a movie that i absolutely love it's a mahesh mm-hmm. babu movie but even that actually has a lot of problematic behavior where she's always constantly turning to him to like save her but also in some ways captures mm. like just the society right and 
not to say that regional cinema is not progressive there's so yeah. many beautiful gems like uh, you know sakhi for example i think oh yeah i think maniratnam movies in general if you guys are looking for yeah, regional south indian cinema like i would start with a list of maniratnam movies move. because the way he portrays Definitely. his characters both men and women they all have a lot of agency and and they they have agency in what what they want in life and with the decisions that they're making right that they're very they're shown for the most part progressively and especially even women right women usually have more than mm-hmm. just oh i'm looking pretty on screen they usually have a career i mean especially sakhi that arti mentioned right she's a full fledged doctor like yeah. she's actually doing stuff that doctors do oh by the, the way movie. sakhi was remade in hindi it's as satya. well but I yeah. guess that's a whole different conversation. Like how Bollywood ruins. I feel ruins like a lot of these movies in their original. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, Sairath Ben. Oh yeah. Ben, oh, yeah so another very prolific Sarah, um, movie. movie industry is the Maharashtra movie industry, right? I mean, Marathi movie industry. So Sairath, um, I think the director is Manjule Manjule Rao, uh, if I'm not wrong. So he made Fandry. He made Sairath, and they really talk about like the local. in like local issues there right the issues of casteism the issues mm-hmm. of how um, just how prevalent casteism even today in india is and really pushing the envelope on that right mm-hmm. whereas hindi cinema i don't think has really dealt with that except for an article 15 in a in a in a real way that's true i mean and or it does the remakes and then makes, makes it, it all worse. about like yeah like sairat was all the layers loses all the nuances that the original Absolutely. captures and then just like makes it Like yeah. Bollywood, hey, like you know, everyone's gonna um, look pretty, and everyone's gonna be dancing, and then everyone has a big house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so Sairat was made into Dharak. Uh, please don't. I mean, please watch Sairat for sure. I don't. I'll let you make your choices yeah. about Dharak. So yeah, the idea of love. What did like? How do you think Karan Johar movie shaped your idea of love, or like romance? Um, I want to say that they were. I guess. it was very much in line with just the global idea around romance like uh i i absolutely love elaine de botton if any of mm-hmm. you are familiar school with her she has this youtube channel called the school of life exactly love it. just abs- i love consuming like all his work uh, he's written a book called a course on love and one of his other books is called the consolations yeah. of philosophy the, the anyway, youtube channel like school LNK of life is like free therapy if you guys don't want to pay for a therapist yeah. please just watch his videos yes just keep yeah, yeah just watch his videos and keep like self diagnosing yourself and do what everyone yeah. does with everything but there's just gorgeous um anyway so what he talks about often is also this idea of romanticism and how it spoils the idea of love because mm. um earlier marriage was only limited to like uh, unions because of um unions because of wealth or union because of two mm-hmm. families merging or taking over names right but now it's like uh, with the ad- romanticism no one really married hmm. for love that's more of a new age phenomena in the sense that okay it was like the 19th yeah, century so the romanticism like late era 1800s shakespeare exactly yeah. or like heer ranja mm-hmm. coming or like romeo juliet's you know indian equivalent is heer ranja so like this whole idea that you marry for love for love was like never a thing like or even love right love was something that was outside mm-hmm. of a marriage because marriage never represented that and then they started pushing for love being only on the basis of sorry or marriage being only on the basis mm-hmm. of love right and and um, you saw that reflected that in movies also right that 
yes and how that took it to another extreme where you glorify this idea of love where you the movie always ends <laughs> with the couple actually getting married or like being together but it never shows happily what love ever is after. in the long term yeah. exactly happily ever after but they never tell you like all the other layers and complexes that are within love within the, the idea mundaneness of, love, of daily life and after you exactly, fall in love which is very beautifully yes which is very beautifully presented by like uh, pragma which is a form of greek mm-hmm. love so the greeks um, talked about love as you know in different forms so pragma being this idea of standing together mm-hmm. in love and not just like falling oh, in love oh i love that <laughs> so falling in love is a beautiful thing that, yeah. right but standing together in love is what our parents do or like mm. our grandparents did like 60 yeah. years after marriage they're still together they've been through thick and thin and they're not just calling out right out of any situation or yeah. an issue and like other forms like ludus being a form of love where it's like very playful and like jolly and like you're teasing each other and you know teenage love is like ludus then agape is like selfless mm-hmm. love the kind of love that you would feel towards a uh, children or old people or someone who's sick where you're just giving unconditionally mm-hmm. and guys talking right? is not and selfless love that's not a agape yes a creepy yes, behavior not is not agape something that is shown on screen is uh, eros which is passionate mm. love which is also Lust. totally censored out of indian cinema <laughs> as if it's not a natural thing at all to show people like making love is just a big no no yeah. right I think like we've it's also to, something that the moment we got it, to kissing like i think we, there's a ton of movies that show kissing you've got to being okay yeah. with kissing that's a more recent thing though it's For so sure. recent what was the very first i think the very first movie Raja that i can think of that showed kissing the, the crazy Raja lip lock in, exactly in what i was going to say rain uh, karishma kapoor under the tree and that was and that was sensational and that, and so that was um super uh, blasphemous in those days yeah that's called pushing the envelope and yeah. trust amir khan to do it i think shahrukh khan still doesn't and kiss on screen if i'm not wrong no of course yeah. he doesn't no but he still evokes a thousand emotions <laughs> of love, of yeah. love even without kissing with his like opening his arms and being yes. like hey i'm here i've arrived yeah. all right we are giving way to okay, shahrukh khan love on this episode people like all haters. the shahrukh khan haters will not Nikhil listen to shahrukh khan <laughs> Ashna's okay. husband. I yeah, think people oh know by God. now. We've, we've referenced so, him a couple of times. Yeah. We should have called him on this episode to diss on Shahrukh Khan. Anyway, we can do that on another episode. <laughs> yeah, every time we say something nice. He anyway, Bollywood is not a scene at all, Shara guys. Uh, because I think part of this whole, um, I don't know, I'm too cool for Bollywood thing is also very prevalent in India, by the way, I've noticed. Uh, because some of us, like <laughs> growing up in the 90s to 2000s, either like they just got woke very early that bollywood is shit and those days they were just like oh i'm only going to watch hollywood movies i'm only going to watch like i don't know i think it's also a guy thing no one really like guys are not into bollywood i know that's i know that's a generalization yeah, kind of like that's definitely a generalization but also partly true because <laughs> like I think I remember going to watch like Jab We Met with a bunch of my yeah. guy friends and they were like miserable throughout the movie and we were like what are you saying I okay. love this movie another and example then, like, I they went... would binge like Gangs of Wasipur which is no, also but... a gorgeous movie which I absolutely yeah, love yeah, yeah. but you know just like trying to fit the bucket of you know what it means to be a guy you know I love Gangs of Wasipur yeah. I hate Jab We Met no and know, I, I remember like going with too. a bunch of friends to I mean we used to have RSI right the movie night at RSI basically an open air theater where you watch movies in the army and 
we all went to watch devdas and i remember how miserable all the guys were they were like what the hell is happening in this movie and devdas is not everyone's <laughs> cup of tea which is like this crazy musical saga that sanjali lavansali puts on and all his movies are pretty much like that right so um so that's that's again like escapism your no one's doing that in real life like no one's breaking into 10000 song and dance sequences and no one's ever dressed like that when they're like in in their house <laughs> but um but yeah i guess just coming back to the whole idea of um you know la how a idea of love is shaped, shaped is by the movies so yeah jaded, jaded right by... and and again i feel like yeah. some movies nowadays are taking on the idea of what really happens after you fall in love or when you get married mm-hmm. um and i think sakhi did a good job of that like um the tamil the yeah. the tamil slash telugu movie to talk about actually the challenges and the adjustments that come after you actually yeah. get married and um manage to career yeah, all of that uh, right so there's a quote by elaine de button around you know just marriage and how he talks about like long term companionship or relationship being uh not just you know marrying one person for life but actually mar- being married and divorced multiple times over a period of time because you're continuously but with the same person each time so because you're continuously like negotiating mm-hmm. fights overcoming challenges in life together and your relationship is evolving so much through time uh, mm-hmm. as your you know growing uh, with that getting person, to know right? the other person more going like to the deeper levels of um that person and i guess that's that's such a beautiful way of looking at this whole idea of love which is people say oh love is in movies all you get to see is falling mm-hmm. in love for like the three fourths of the movie so like you know <laughs> yeah exactly is like just falling in love for, with a person not for who they are but like all the things that you imagine them to be or actually projecting your idea of the ideal partner love yeah. on them right yeah either partner and ideal person you want to be with on them whereas in real life though like people all of us are flawed in tpas and like are you know uh, have our own complexes and really falling in love with someone is actually accepting yeah. all of that and i think like, and i think more. the new age bollywood is absolutely reflecting that and again for i wouldn't say each and every movie that's produced or released is showing that but a majority of them right which movie did you have in mind when you made that statement um so i want to say you know new age movies like i mean kapoor and sans i think that showed a really like realistic mm. relationships how relationships that's are true. in real life that's right true. i mean you're not always breaking into a song and dance there's not like boy meets girl and then that's it like sparks fly although it does that movie does have a really good song sure and, also, and again let there's no it. way to get away from song and dance in bollywood i feel like which is why people kind of force fit it even in a movie like gangs of wasabur right even if there's a montage of scenes <laughs> happening there is a song in the background and these are blockbuster songs right people are like chartbuster songs people are looking primarily like, they associate movies with song in in bollywood when you think of yeah. like a unless it's like one of those artsy movies which are like you know the okay, critically think of acclaimed a movie which movies doesn't have which song. do not or background music okay i'm saying um i'm thinking i i recently watched gandhi my okay. father or my father gandhi didn't have like song did it have dance, like a but very prominent but soundtrack but it's also an adaptation of like a a theater like 
uh, existing book and hmm. movie. It it did it it had the most popular like Gandhi's songs like. Okay, so that is uh, song, a hundred percent song. That, no, but they they didn't like no, sing it. See, or they didn't like saying. dance. It wasn't like lagar. I guess what you I'm know saying what is I'm saying? music and movies are a, like they go together. It's mm. more so in Bollywood. Sure, music, music of course because music is what like evokes a lot Emotions. of the feelings and a lot of you know whether be yeah. yeah. audience is also evolving like people like you and me right we spoke earlier about how our ideas of love were like all about karanjor movies and shahrukh khan <laughs> but i think you and i have also become more responsible and informed audience because like growing up i remember we we definitely download torrents watch like the whole like watch watch the list of oscar movies and that really shaped shaped our life right shaped our uh, idea about yeah, what good cinema true. can be and how it can make you think i remember particularly the pianist or like steven spielberg movies or um martin scorsese the shawshank yeah. redemption all of those movies which it was Absolutely. almost like wait movies can be like this you know like they can be about not a boy and a girl they can be about uh like truly talking about historical events or societies and and you know people as a whole versus just a boy meets girl mm-hmm. or just a love story right and and i think that's like big big kudos to like the ott platforms like over the top platforms like netflix amazon prime youtube uh you know they really showcase like the cinematic genius like and really give you video compelling con- content right and so so bollywood is mm-hmm. expecting is 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 evolving because we expect better of it right because if you can wa- mm-hmm. if you, if you can spend like an hour of your time watching uh something else on um a streaming service versus like the latest bollywood movie you're going to do that if it's not serving your your sensibilities and your ideologies or or just if it doesn't make you think right entertainment is one thing but mm-hmm. i think film does so much more than that like the last thing there i think is earlier bollywood used to be controlled only by like these big producers film families now the whole culture of like the studio culture right like fox coming in or star mm-hmm. studios coming in or or warner brothers coming in that's really changed decisions on what projects are greenlit right because they're more data driven based yeah. on the changing tastes of society in india and all over the world right so so i think bollywood is absolutely hmm. stepping up its game and which is why we see a lot more movies that you and i are willing to watch or even nikhil is willing to watch he said article 15 is a very good movie i'm like good job like you're watching bollywood movies now i'm impressed right because they're serving up the tastes of the current indian so yeah guys like mm-hmm. i think bollywood and indians like that's just the you know you can't get away from eternal it yeah it's saga. the eternal love saga <laughs> and more than any culture and awesome. bollywood is so big across the world right like africa china japan europe russia i th- i think it's, it's huge it's huge a lot a lot of countries yeah. in africa a lot of countries yeah. in the middle east like even if, south america I've, right you did know, you mention people, people in south america watch oh yeah bollywood? even south america here definitely I, they do watch bollywood <laughs> i remember taking a bus sometime and in uh, argentina we were crossing the border uh, to go somewhere and, like the long bus ride you know how in mm-hmm. india also you have that in intercity yeah. buses they were playing a Are bollywood movie Which and i was like say what bahubali oh, dude it's yeah, yeah. all Bahubali's over the freaking really world across borders like, beyond borders i believe it's massive in japan it's a big yeah. deal in japan yeah exactly kudos man kudos to uh, and again Bo- bahubali yeah. is not bollywood India it's it's tollywood regional cinema so yes exactly proves our point again Power yeah and i think in, in north america i think people have started noticing bollywood because of um, you know just our exports like priyanka chopra and you know aishwarya rai yep. back in the day and <laughs> and just 
people like big celebrities from Bollywood now making a mark in in and also like in British cinema like your gr- 90s Gurinder oh, yeah. Chadda movies Meera Nair, that was super Gurinder fun Chadda. you know Meera Nair I they love, were all love like those oh those movies. English uh, book yes. adaptations the namesake the time, like Pride and Prejudice made into Pride and mm-hmm. Prejudice yeah and so on and, and so I think forth. the other one was like I mean Dave Patel's done very big stuff for India and putting like I mean just India in in Hollywood India. because with the Slumdog yeah, Millionaire true. he's done like really interesting movies like Lion, The Lion which yeah. got like Academy Award mm-hmm. nominations and stuff so so yeah Bollywood's definitely traveling and but I hope like with the new age cinema it'll travel a lot more right and mm-hmm. be more known yeah But yeah, I guess that those were our thoughts on Bollywood and Indian. So to wrap it up, any last yeah. thoughts, Arti? No, man. I think we're really running over yeah. on this episode. Yeah, we're at fifty minutes. Oh my god! And I think we were like super passionate about it. Also, you were like jumping off your seat. We speak for <laughs> okay. yourself. What? <laughs> you were jumping off your seat when you were talking about Shah Rukh Khan and Karan Johar. Okay, I guess I did o- overdo the whole. Shah yeah, guys, Khan. but Jingle but you can understand because it was a big part of our childhood, like big big part of our childhood. I think like yeah on yes. honestly I will admit it but it's a guilty pleasure sometimes when I'm just like I want to feel good I'll wo- go back to like let's just watch kuch kuch hota hai although like I'm a more informed <laughs> like I'm very judgmental about that movie now but I'll watch dil to pagal hai kuch kuch hota hai karan johar k3g stuff and you know tdlj but be good about yeah, life yeah it's, it's i think it's more than the movie just takes you back to childhood which was like stress free and carefree that's what that's it is true. it's the memory of who you were and what life was like when you were back then you don't have to think about being woke or being an adult you know <laughs> escapism 101 yeah. <laughs> awesome so that's a wrap on the episode guys i don't think we have anything else to say we've beaten this to a dead horse yeah yes but We did want to introduce a new section on our podcast starting this yes. episode. It's called MBS or I don't know if yeah, no, we're calling it, it MBS, MBS. but it's, it stands for it's called Mind Body and Soul recommendations. Okay, and the I yeah, it's a recommendation session so section so basically we're just going to share a few recommendations that fall into one of And that are enriching our mind, your... enriching our body and enriching our soul. <laughs> Yup. So what did okay, you have so to share? Okay, so my <laughs> recommendation for this week for um enriching my mind is uh, I'm currently listening to the audiobook on The Men Who Would Be King. Um it's a book about Steven Spielberg and his partners who started the company Dreamworks, right? So it's about the media moguls who kind of had this revolution in just how the studios to s- system worked in Hollywood and uh, it's just about how they set it up and how how they garnered the money and um you know cloud to set up really new age cinema so like some of the biggest movies that they made under dreamworks was like saving private ryan and um you know lion king all of these like really interesting cinema which was going beyond blockbuster so that's my recommendation on the mm-hmm. mind body is um I want to recommend my favorite favorite YouTube channel for yoga. Uh it's called Boho Beautiful <laughs> and I love 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 it. So I try and do yoga every day and it it's their their YouTube um yoga channel is is amazing and some of their uh sessions are they they play with like forms of yoga plus pilates, yoga plus something else and the chick is like hot as hell. So If someone can have her body <laughs> like I would want hers. She's really good. So I really like her. And for soul, positive body image, but okay. Yeah, positive body image. Yes, that's true. 
all of us have body image issues but um, i mean it's it's aspirational right um for my soul I recommendation guess. i have um a something that i'm doing a lot more nowadays is trying to go away from coffee because i love coffee and i think arti mentioned that at some point um i'm going to try i'm trying to reduce coffee <laughs> and i'm trying to be less addicted to it so i've started doing a lot of warm water before i sleep with ajwain somph and methi seeds i just let it soak in like warm water and i feel like it gives me a lot cool. of joy in my soul it makes me feel like oh just let's unwind for the day and relax and sleep oh, that's so that's sweet. my mbs recommendation I, i do the whole hot water warm water and lemon oh yeah i do that in the morning it, but yeah. before sleeping i try to do yeah. this ajwain somph and methi lemon seeds lemon. i have no idea that's what the awesome. health benefits are but i guess it, it's good for you <laughs> 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 go for your mbs recommendations responsible do it okay we're going to hit, hit okay, an hour yeah. so go for it quickly yeah okay so okay so my mind uh, recommendation is vipassana it's a practice and it's something that i did just uh, in december it's a 10 day silent retreat where you spend 10 days without talking or communicating in any form with anyone and i found that to be incredibly transformational guys um i'd highly recommend <laughs> it the whole idea is mind over body it stems from like the buddhist philosophy of meditation but it is taught in a very non sectarian way so people from any religion can really do it and um it's just mindfulness and uh the kind of clarity that you emerge with um at the end of the 10 days i think is worth doing it for sure i want to do it once at least every awesome. year So my body recommendation is yoga with Adrian <laughs> and I find it so ironic that two Indian girls are here recommending yoga channels by two white women <laughs> that's so But funny <laughs> actually I didn't realize that But I guess uh they did do a great job of like popularizing yeah. yoga and there's also a lot of debate around there about you know just um cultural contextualization of a lot of the stuff that they take but honestly I just love Adrian I'm a huge fan because she is not the kind of um person who like pushes you to you know your limits she's all about like self acceptance and being kind to oneself i like bo beautiful the one that akar uh, sis also recommended but i think sometimes she just get like kill you man like her pilates stuff is yeah. just mad I'll do, i can only I'll do, do it if i'm doing it with sis i'll do yoga with adrian but by myself yeah. i will give up half it yeah yeah they definitely <laughs> we are like opposite in that styles way. but both yeah. are highly recommended complimentary yeah. i guess in some yeah. ways Yeah, and like my sole recommendation is a quote from a movie that I just watched last night. Mm-hmm. So I was having a chat with my boss, and like in conversation, he recommended this movie called Adaptation. Mm-hmm. It is a two thousand two Nicolas Cage movie, but there was a quote in the movie that was, I think, just gorgeous in the context in which it was shared. But I think it also just generally applies, and it goes like, "You are what you love, not what loves you," and mm. um, it is. all about this idea of just being yourself completely and not changing yourself for anyone and um, also just living out what you truly love and what gives you joy so as long as you keep doing what you love and chasing your you know passions it doesn't matter whether that thing loves you back or mm. not as long as that thing gives That's you joy so it was just gorgeous but in the context of the movie it was just um beautifully shown where this guy actually is in love with this girl 
and he's just so like delusional and oblivious of the fact that as soon as he like confesses love to this girl as like a teenager uh as soon as he is walking away she's actually making fun of him and he actually goes like no i actually heard her mm-hmm. say that but like just loving her was just my it, it was something that was mine mm-hmm. i loved the feeling of being in love with her i did not care oh my God, whether she's giving me, me full like karan johar feels of like that unrequited love where in that random movie edela mushkil he talks about <laughs> something about the power like i have the power to love someone and then walk away some some random shit anyway but i think that's where he got the idea from <laughs> But yeah, anyways, do what you love, guys. This movie was done a lot more subtly yeah, in a, in in a, a more classy more, way, like, beautifully. <laughs> in a, yeah. It okay. Lovely, cool. That's awesome. Anyway. So, yeah, I really like that. I think this decade for me is also going to be about do what you love versus do like follow the herd and just do what everyone's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Awesome. More cool, power cool, to cool. you on that. All right, guys. So right. that was our MBS recommendations and the episode. Please uh, write to us and tell us on social media with comments and or call us or tell us like what do you think about Bollywood and like how it shaped your life growing up and and just is it problematic? Is it not problematic? Are things changing? Please tell share us share your views. Yes, and look forward to seeing you on our Absolutely. next episode. Absolutely, we're hitting an hour. Let's not hit an hour. All right, see you guys. Bye. Peace Keep out. Keep listening. Stay curious. Hey Daisies, if you enjoyed this episode, then please rate, review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and wherever else you're listening to podcasts. Yes, and give us 5 stars now please. Not the chocolate, I meant the rating. Aarti, terrible, terrible joke. Very, very Come bad. Come on. You're horrible was, at PJs. You are the queen of PJs. What are you saying? Don't try. You're telling me? <laughs> no one knows what five stars are. Of course they do. Darling, darling.